Dave Moore on Today FM podcast. A proud title sponsor of Team Ireland for the 2024 Olympic and Paralympic Games in Paris, PTSB have announced 11 athletes who will act as brand ambassadors for the bank. And one of those is Reese McLennan, and he's with me for a chat this morning. Reese, I, and I'm sure everybody listening, will want to know how you get to a point where you have won world titles, you've won European titles, and you're going into your second Olympics with a plan to win, obviously, gold at the Olympics. But where, what's the story in terms of your life? How early did you start gymnastics, and how early did you start realising that you, you had a shot and you wanted to take it really seriously? Yeah, I mean, well... I started gymnastics when I was six, but I even think I started doing gymnastics before that. You know, it's it instinctively starts, it starts in my back garden. It starts on the garden trampoline. Starts when I'm climbing up trees, right? Give my mom a heart attack when I'm at the very top of a tree. You know, um, and then when my mom and dad see that, they're like, "Okay, this kid's teaching himself how to do a backflip on our garden trampoline. Let's get him put him into gymnastics well. in a controlled environment." <laughs> yes. Yeah, very yes. clever parents. I like um, it. But then, how does it progress then to the point where you realize? okay, well, I'm not like every other kid. Yeah, I guess it starts with the enjoyment of the sport. You fall in love with that sport and that's the first stepping stone to making it a career that I've made it into now. Mm. I I think it was maybe around the age of 15, though, that I started to realise, okay, I'm getting really good. Like, I'm getting really good. I can can contest these guys that are at a world-class level in a couple of years. Okay, right, right. I mean, that's exactly what I've done. Like, only when I was 18, I, I beat the current Olympic champion. And that was kind of that moment where I proved to myself and everybody else that like, okay, this Irish gymnast is here to stay. Because, uh, yeah, I mean, we we have, we overachieve in a lot of sports, but gymnastics is not one of them. I mean, you are the first gymnast to achieve a European title, for example. So, like, what is it then, do you think? Because it's not, you know, like there have been, I'm sure there, obviously there have been lots of gymnasts before you, but what I mean is like, if you look at, if you're a boxer, you can look up to Michael Carruth and Katie Taylor. If you're a golfer, you can see Rory McIlroy and Leon McGuire. You know, there are so many people you can look at. But for you, was the inspiration just to constantly keep getting better? It was because, yeah, as you said, there, I, I've always done the first in the mm. in the sports. You know, even making the world final, getting the first world medal, getting the first world title. Um, even first Olympic finalist, um, and I had no other gymnast before me to look up to. But yeah. I did. I looked up to other athletes. I looked up to Katie Taylor, okay. Roy McIlroy, Carl Frampton, even you know all of the greats of our of our nation, really. And um, I think that's what really inspired me. That you know, if these guys are the world's best in their sport, then I can bring you that. Can be that. Yeah, that's brilliant. Now, Paris twenty twenty four. You know, you've been to an Olympics. You've been to an Olympic final. It's now you know the focus I would imagine of every waking moment of your existence and probably has been for a while. What kind of, you know, plan have you been on? I mean, for us looking at it, it's like, oh, the Olympics are on, must turn them on the telly. Mm. Obviously for Olympians, that's all different. And, and I know some people think it's a oh, four years out, but it's not, it's even longer than that, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, well, I, I was imagining when I was six years old that I was at the Olympic Games and I was okay. just in this leisure centre gymnastics facility. Yeah. I was pretending, you know, this is the Olympic championship routine that I'm going to perform um, it, it isn't obviously but uh, <laughs> I had those visions when I was younger and the, to the fact that I'm making them a reality right now and taking these Olympic Games opportunities is, is, is really phenomenal. It's a dream come true um, now look this is where we I hopefully speak for most of the people here and I display my ignorance and go okay educate me here so in the world of gymnastics I would think in my head there is the floor routine mm-hmm. There is there are the rings, there's the pommel horse, yep. there's the vault, yep. 
Yeah. There's definitely another one that I thought of that I'm not thinking of. Oh, the uh, the two bars. Parallel bars. Parallel bars. Is there more? And there's okay. the high bar. The do high you, bar, of course. Six so there's six. Right. Gymnastics. And do you have to do all of them? No, you don't. You don't. You can so specialize I, in. So I specialize in the pommel horse mm. events. Um, I when I was younger, I trained all, all six to, of the all events, six, yeah, and yeah. that's the kind of way of gymnastics. You start doing all six of them, and then you find your specialty or stick out the all around competition if you're yeah. really good in general. Um, I was kind of pushed into just doing the pommel horse when I sustained a shoulder injury, but it turned out in, for the best. I was going to say, interesting. Why would they have pushed the pommel horse when surely that seems to be the one that would rely almost mostly on your shoulders? I guess so, but I, I was already pretty good at the Palma horse and that was going to be my main Olympic qualification route for gotcha. the Tokyo Olympics so that and then that was around the time COVID happened as well and I couldn't fit any other apparatus in my back garden no, Palma horse is the only one yeah. <laughs> actually that's a really good point because if you needed to do the vault you need to vault over your neighbour's wall to get yes, into it and then you can't obviously do a floor routine no you can't oh. uh, that's amazing so how was training solo was that difficult it was very difficult yeah you had to get that motivation not from your coach or your teammates but just from yourself yeah um, only on the second day of lockdown my dad and I built a shed under the back of our house okay and put the Palma horse in the there horse, you know my feet were skimming the walls it was that tight oh, no. but uh, we made it work and that's yeah. really where I lived in, in lockdown did. yeah yeah now Reese McLennan is with me in Olympic I was going to say Olympic hopeful but it's more than that a real shot at our first ever Olympic gold if you yeah. were to get it yeah uh, Joe Deegan's been in touch to say Dave what I know about gymnastics could be written down on the back of a postage stamp but I'm a big admirer of Reese. he's a seriously dedicated man and a joy to listen to in any interviews he does it's great to see someone doing so well at something they just love doing despite all the hardship he's had through his career. Yeah, and you have. You've had injuries and you've had setbacks as, as every athlete in any in any discipline does. But what do you do outside of gymnastics to kind of take your mind off it all? Oh, it's hard to even say mm. one thing. You know, I, I try to do things that don't really affect gymnastics. So I can't like, I would love to go and do other sports, but sure. it physically would impact gymnastics. Yeah, yeah. So there is that balance of, you know, I'd love to do other things to take my mind off gymnastics, but then also I can't affect it. What sport would you love to give a go that you can't? Oh, uh, boxing. I'd love really? to give boxing a go, yeah. Love it. But I just need to look after these hands yeah, and wrists. That's so important. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. they are. They're the fulcrum of everything. And then if you're if you're doing something that's completely away from sport, like what is, what is a, something that you just go, do you know what, on Tuesday I am doing nothing, so I'm going to do dessert. Honestly, nothing really comes to mind. No. It's just hard to escape this bubble of gymnastics mm. that I'm in. It's just, as I say, my my life. So, um, and I love to do it too. It's not like I, I'm dragging myself to the gym every day. Some days sure. I am, but but most I, of the time, I, I love doing what I do. Yeah, it's look. Honestly, it's fascinating. I, I'm I'm so impressed by gymnasts all the time. I was just saying that to you there during during the Band Aid song there that the strength you guys have. I mean, you are literally the strongest athletes there are. Now I know. I was saying like a power lifter will come in and lift sure. 500 kilos off the ground. You can't do that. But in terms of function, in terms of what you're able to do with your own body weight, yeah. you guys are I, can, I couldn't agree more. Yeah. And it is functional. It's it's you lifting your own body weight around. Yeah. And, uh, that's an amazing thing to do. And it's an amazing thing for kids to realize that they can do that. That's um, fair. Yeah. You know, it's them almost feeling like they're superheroes when they're going into a handstand or doing a backflip they're like I didn't realise humans could do this yeah, they <laughs> and do they're it. getting taught it at gymnastics yeah. classes uh, look it's amazing and um, listen we wish you absolutely all the best but before we can let you go we need to do the quick fire round okay I'm going to just throw these questions at you top your head answer them back I think I might know the answer to the first one maybe you'll surprise me what would you like to be known definitively as the best in the world at 
<laughs> gymnastic or, or the palm horse yeah yeah palm horse yeah. so if you just say that name Reese McClanahan just comes up there in, yes. in big bright lights okay that's fair enough I thought that would be your answer uh, who's the most famous person in your phone my phone uh, James Nesbitt Jimmy oh, yeah. <laughs> James Nesbitt that's legendary <laughs> oh he's brilliant actor James Nesbitt big Man United fan Mr yep. Nesbitt as well um, when you think back to when you were maybe eight years old say second class what's, what's the school were you in uh, Regent House Regent House yes. right when you were back in Regent House did you have a, a lunchbox and if you did what was in it uh, what was in it it's probably like a a jam sandwich it wasn't wasn't too healthy just a plain <laughs> jam sandwich that's on me <laughs> they weren't at that point you weren't like predicting that you needed no, to go to the Olympics in 2024 <laughs> no um, who would you like beside you in a zombie apocalypse uh, I don't know the rock would be pretty cool to have beside you, right? Definitely. Yeah. If you want to try and survive, I think he'd be yeah. pretty useful. And the final question I ask everybody, because I don't, do you wash your legs in the shower? No, I wouldn't say so. Not actively. <laughs> That's just like a guy thing though, right? It's no, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, like we've kind of parked the fact that a lot of ladies do, you know, shaving, exfoliation, fake tan, all that kind of stuff. But that aside, if you're just hopping into the shower, are you actively scrubbing no, on I'm your not. quads? I'm not, no. No. I got to admit, yeah. Excellent. I'm glad to hear you're in the same camp as me, Reese. That makes me very happy. Listen, I don't know if I get to talk to you between now and when the Olympics come around in Paris, but we are all right behind you. Thank really you so wish much. you the best. And thank you so much for coming in today. Thanks for having me. Cheers, Reese McKenna. Dave Moore. On Today FM Podcast.